Geekville Radio. I am Iron Man. Welcome once again, all you geeks and geekettes. This is Seth, a.k.a. Zandrax, the mayor of Geekville and the host of Geekville Radio coming at you with our first show of 2023. And we will get to the two big news items in just a moment. I want to take this time to briefly, first of all, thank you for listening. And thanks for all of you that have been keeping up with us for the past few years. And I just want to announce the format change that's going to happen from now on in Geekville Radio. You may have noticed that over the past couple episodes, uh, my usual co-host, Crazy Train, Jonathan Bullock, hasn't been joining me. I've been doing these shows solo. And if you've missed Train, he does miss being on the show and he misses talking about this stuff to all your listeners. Fear not, Train will still be around. It's just our schedules just haven't coincided well enough to do regular episodes of Geekville Radio. So for the time being, for the foreseeable future, I will be handling Geekville Radio solo here. And since I only have to worry about my own schedule, I can do shows more often. So you can expect more shows. Most likely those shows will be shorter than others, but I'll be able to do more because I think it would be more appropriate and simpler to just do several quick shows about different topics rather than do one 90-minute long episode rambling on about seven or eight different things. Terrain will still be around for our sister shows, namely Examining the Dead, because of course he's the main host of that. He'll still be around for Lesson on Geek Hall of Fame and some nostalgia trips and as well as classic wrestling memories. So there's still a lot more Crazy Train coming if you do miss Train. So just wanted to get that out of the way. So with that said, let's dive into our two big topics, which both involve coming back from the dead. So I guess it's kind of our undead episode or coming back from the dead. We'll start off with what's probably the biggest one. And that involves Robert Downey Jr. and the MCU and whether or not he will return as Tony Stark slash Iron Man. Now, this rumor has been going around forever, basically not long after Avengers Endgame ran in theaters, which, of course, depicted the death of Tony Stark as he saved half the universe from Thanos' snap. The entire MCU mourned the loss literally on, on screen after he destroyed Thanos. Now, some fans have been speculating pretty much from the start that it was only a matter of time before Tony does appear again on screen for the MCU, especially with comic fans. They're like, but wait, Tony Stark is dead, you might be asking yourself. So how could he come back? Well, first off, we don't know for sure if he will. The rumors are out there. I have links on the show notes at geeklerradio.com slash 317. But really, as far back as Black Widow, when it was going to be released before COVID hit, there were rumors flying that Tony Stark was going to appear in that in some capacity because that movie does take place before the events of Infinity War. It takes place basically between Captain America Civil War and Avengers Infinity War. So Tony would still be alive at this point in time. That, of course, did not come to fruition. Stark did not appear in that. And even if he had, the story was that he would appear in the form of cut footage from Civil War. 
So while we don't know for sure whether he's coming back or not, the, the rumors have been getting a lot more specific lately. There is one that was passed around on Twitter that basically said uh, it's official that he's back, specifically listing that he would appear in Armor Wars and in Secret Wars. That tweet came from uh, the Twitter page MCU Source. Now, I don't put too much credence into rumors like this. I don't really like talking about them on the air because, especially in a case like this, as I've said before for years on this show and on Examine the Doctor, it was like the David Tennant returning to Doctor Who full-time. I said it then, I'll believe it when I see it. And obviously it's happening since 2023. He's going to be in three stories. David Tennant back as Doctor Who. And that's what I say about this one. I'll believe Robert Downey Jr.'s back when we see him on screen, when, when we see him actually see it in some capacity. So what I'm going to say from here on will be speculation and thoughts of how that could happen. Because I've seen that a lot that, well, he died. You know, how, how is he going to come back from the dead? The easiest reason to explain why they might bring him back is the movies made literally billions of dollars. That, that alone would warrant desire for producers to bring him back. Downey clearly loved playing the role. The fans loved him in it. And I would throw it out there. You look at the Infinity Saga. I mean, the, the entire MCU story was based around wiping out and restoring half of the universe all done in present day. So why is somebody coming back from the dead suddenly impossible? It seems coming back from the dead would be child's play compared to destroying and restoring half the universe. And as... Our dent comic fans, such as myself, will tell you nobody stays dead in comics. Tony's died in the comics. So many other characters have died and come back, including Oliver Queen, which we'll get to in the second part of the show. So people dying and coming back from the dead is nothing new in comics. I mean, I guess we can really thank Death of Superman for that, because it seemed after that, it's like killing off Superman just skyrocketed DC's sales. So all the other comic companies are, well, let's kill off all the other characters, too. And bring them back. And then there was even the joke about nobody stays dead in comics except for Bucky. And of course, Bucky's back now too. So basically nobody stays dead in comics except for Uncle Ben and Spider-Man. So now that said, we do live in the real world. We all age. Actors age. Yes, there are ways to make actors look younger now. But in the end, death is ultimately the only true undefeated enemy. As Train would say. So eventually, actors will not be able to act because, well, they die. I know it's a morbid way of putting it, but, but it's true. Simply put, the older Robert Downey Jr. gets, the less likely he's probably going to be returning to the big screen as Tony Stark. But I'm going to dive into these two titles and what they're likely going to be and how Tony Stark could return in those stories. Because believe it or not, there's actually several possibilities as far as how Tony could be brought back. So we'll do Armor Wars first. This was the series that was going to star Don Cheadle as James Rhodes, Rhodey. It was going to be a standalone series for him. He, of course, was Tony's best friend and was War Machine as he was in the comics. He was actually Iron Man proper in the comics for a while. And this was originally pegged to be a Disney Plus series before it got reformatted into a feature film. Now, why is it being put into a feature film? There hasn't been any official explanation, to my knowledge, but I am certainly open to correction. You can 
post on the page for the show notes here at geekleradio.com slash 317, or you can email me at seth at geekleradio.com. But it's very possible that maybe Marvel and Disney just simply thought this is a story big enough to be put on the big screen. It might Because then it could justify a larger budget. Putting something out on Disney Plus, yes, there's some great stuff out there, but the big screen is called the big screen for a reason. And Hollywood blockbusters are called Hollywood blockbusters for a reason. They, they're the most lucrative market for filmmaking. It's the one where you have the potential to make the most money. And not only that, the fourth Captain America film New World Order, that will star Anthony Mackie, the former Falcon, as his version of Cap. So maybe it's a notion of, well, Anthony Mackie's getting his own standalone movie. We can give Don Cheadle his own standalone movie. That said, if we are truly getting a Tony Stark appearance, even if it is a cameo, that alone, I think, could justify pushing it into theaters in the eyes of some producers, because just the appeal of Tony Stark being back on screen in some capacity, even if it's only briefly, might be enough of an incentive to sell those extra tickets and get more people into that theater and make a few million more dollars. Now, for those that don't know, Armor Wars is a story from the comics in the 1980s, and it involved somebody stealing Stark Industries tech and creating their own armors. I'm being very, very general here because I don't want to spend too much time explaining stories for 35-year-old comics. I'm just going to, I'm doing this so you'll have an idea for what this movie will be about. So any feature film adaption will probably have some measure of that story. Somebody has infiltrated Stark Industries, stolen some of Tony Stark's tech, started making their own suits, and now it's up to Jim Rose to take them down, whether it's as War Machine or as Iron Man. He could hop into one of Tony's armors and be Iron Man himself. I wouldn't be surprised if they call it Iron Man Secret Wars. I wouldn't blame them for doing that because it can be pointed to the fact that Jim Rhodes was Iron Man in Tony's absence. I don't know how well fans would take to that, so I can understand if they only want to call it Armor Wars. It's really splitting hairs. I'm really here, neither here nor there as far as whether they should put the Iron Man name in there. But there are plenty of opportunities just in a story like that on how Tony's tech could have gotten stolen. There could be a flashback sequence, something that happened during the snap or before. They could have unused footage from previous films, which was the rumor for Black Widow. They could film something that might be used as kind of a a filler, something like him appearing at, on an interview on a TV show or something of that capacity where it's still a scene of Tony Stark that takes place in storyline before Avengers Infinity War. That that could easily be done. Well, I shouldn't say easily, but I think you get what I mean. As far as selling it as a story point, that can be very believable. There's several opportunities there on how you could have Robert Downey Jr. back. The other one, Secret Wars, that one would probably be even easier to explain. Now, Ardent fans know that there have been multiple Marvel stories called Secret Wars over the years. It actually started in the, I think it was 84, maybe 85 with Secret Wars, then there, which was a 12-issue limited series, if you can believe that. And then that was followed up on with Secret Wars 2. But the, this is probably going to be based on the 2015 version of Secret Wars, which was a completely separate story. The 2015 Secret Wars 
it's really kind of looked at as being Marvel's version of Crisis on Infinite Earths because it merged the classic Marvel universe that fans know as the 616 universe with the Ultimate Universe, which is where we got Miles Morales and some of the other incarnations of Marvel characters. It's also how we got an evil Reed Richards, but that's a show for another day. But specifically, since it dealt with a Marvel Universe and the Ultimate Marvel Universe and the 2099 Universe, and I think Age of Apocalypse was in there somewhere as well, it totally fits with the format of these next couple phases of the MCU because it's being called the multiverse saga. Kang's the main villain. He's in multiple universes. Multiple universes means multiple Tony Starks. We could have a, a Tony Stark from another universe. We could even have Tony Starks not played by Robert Downey Jr. All sorts of things that they could do with that. So you could easily have an alternate universe Tony Stark played by Robert Downey Jr. Whether he's the same as the classic one or they make him a villain or something to that capacity. There's plenty of ways to do that and have it make sense as far as Secret Wars goes. MSN.com published a story dated October 19th of 2022 that Robert Downey Jr. rumored to reprise iconic role in Avengers Secret Wars. That does lend credence to that MCU source tweet. And that MSN article even mentions about how the Secret Wars comic story was about streamlining a multiverse. So that gives you several ways Tony could come back for Armor Wars and Secret Wars. But as TV infomercials will say, but wait, there's more. These next two projects I'm talking about haven't been talked about in that tweet or in the MSN story. So these very easily could not be happening. But the reason I'm bringing them up is because it might explain background or lay a couple of nuggets that would lead to the Armor Wars story. And they both involve series that will air this year on Disney+. Plus. The first one is Secret Invasion. I believe it's actually the next MCU series to air on Disney+. Plus. It'll be coming out in a few months. And that is the series that will revolve around Nick Fury. Samuel Jackson will be front and center in this one. That was a story that was in the comics several years back. Scrolls had secretly invaded, see, that's why they call it that, by posing as other Marvel heroes and other characters in the Marvel Universe. So there, basically, we had characters that had been Scrolls already for some time before anybody noticed. All of a sudden, Wolverine's a Scroll, or Spider-Woman's a Scroll, and, and all that jazz. So what, I, what could happen here is you could easily have Scrolls posing as people from Stark Industries, possibly even as Jim Rhodes, to secretly take this Stark tech so it can be used for other armors. Or heck, for a perfect sight gag, something that might stomp on fanboy hearts and fangirl hearts, you could have a scroll pose as Tony. Back when Tony was still alive, and Tony's the one that does this secretly. Or scroll Tony, I, I, I should say. Scrully. Troll, I don't know. But that's how they could set up the tech being stolen and how Armor Wars comes to be. I'm not saying they're going to do that. I'm just saying they could. And the other series that is airing later this year is Ironheart. This is the series about Riri Williams, who is Ironheart in the comics. She made her debut in Black Panther Wakanda Forever. 
and naturally her kind of being the new Iron Man, you might say, Iron Woman, you know, as they say, Iron, Iron Heart, that puts her in with some pretty big shoes to fill. Now in the comics, and she is a fairly modern character. I think it was 2015 or so when she came along. In the comics, she is actually mentored by an AI version of Tony. It's basically like a hologram of Tony that essentially has a digital duplicate of Tony's brain inside of it. So the hologram actually looks and acts just like Tony Stark, even though Tony's not actually there. He actually was recovering from injuries sustained during the Civil War II storyline, just to explain why it's not actually Tony. But that's something that could be done. You could have Robert Downey Jr. appear as a hologram or you know, Force Ghost style, Help Me Obi-Wan Kenobi style. And that's how he is able to coach Riri into doing what she needs to do. But like I said at the beginning of the show, I'll believe it when I see it. I'm not saying this is going to happen, but there are some pretty legitimate news outlets that are reporting these rumors now. It's more than just blog posts and tweets and stuff that were just meant to be clickbait. MSN.com is about as mainstream as you can get as far as a website. So we'll see what happens. I, I don't think we'll have to wait that long before we get some credence to the rumors because Secret Invasion and Ironheart will be this out this year. Armor Wars, if it is going to a feature film, it might not be out till next year, but we'll probably get some clues soon as far as what that story is going to be. But I do think we'll, we'll get him in some capacity, not for long, but it, it could easily be a cameo, like I said, in archive footage and such. So with that, we're going to shift into the DC universe, specifically the Arrowverse, and talk about the return of Oliver Queen. This one won't take nearly as long. Because in this case, it's not a rumor. It is official. Stephen Amell himself announced it via social media that he is returning as Oliver Queen for the final season of The Flash. Now, he's not saying anything more than that. He's been asking fans not to ask him questions about it because it's probably all he can say. Now, obviously, there's non-disclosure agreements and such that people have to sign when they join stuff, when they take part in something like that. But again, Ollie's dead. How can he come back? They even showed him in his own kind of little pocket heaven, which was always kind of figured that was an homage to the ending of Crisis on Infinite Earths with how that ended. Only it was Superman and Lois that were like in their own little pocket area of the universe. We call it their heaven or whatever. But there's several ways they can bring Oliver back. They could Legends of Tomorrow, while it was canceled, that's still part of the Arrowverse. They could show up, could involve time travel. Oliver Queen became the Spectre. Spectre is actually not a human per se. He's a deity that can deal with people in the afterlife and such. So that's another way he can show up. He can show up as a Spectre and just show up that way. So there, there, there's two things right there. You could do time travel. You could do him as the, as the Spectre. I don't think he's going to be coming back for anything other than the Flash because the Flash really, for the most part, is going to be the end of the Arrowverse. I know we still have Superman and Lois, but we, as was established last season, that's its own little pocket. It's not really part of the ongoing Arrowverse. But it is perfect for Oliver Queen to be part of the Flash finale, whether it's any Stephen Amell is good Stephen Amell when it comes to the Arrowverse. So we'll be looking forward to that. It's probably going to air in the fall, I would imagine. I'm sure we'll find out soon. But that's going to wrap it up for this edition of Geekful Radio. Thank you folks for listening. If, this, if you're listening for the first time, again, thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, let us know what you think. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, 
basically anywhere you can find podcasts, you can find us. Just do a search for Geekville Radio. You'll find us, our sister productions like the Lesser Known Geek Hall of Fame, Nostalgia Trip, Examining the Dead, and Examining the Doctor, where myself and Mark Short talk Doctor Who and give commentary on specific Doctor Who episodes and stories. You can find us on social media, Geekville Radio. It's on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram. You can follow us there. And let us know what you think. As I always say, I appreciate any form of feedback, positive or negative, especially if it's genuine. So just make it, make it genuine. Let us let me know what you really think. So I'm going to shut down the power here in Geekful Radio Studios, and we'll talk to you folks again next time. Geekville Radio is not sponsored or endorsed by any product or company unless specifically stated. The views expressed by the host and or guests are purely their own and do not represent the views of geekvilleradio.com, a1-wrestling.com, or any affiliates. Some media used on Geekville Radio is the respective copyright of its publishers, all rights reserved.